Welcome to this episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. Uh, per usual, my co-host with me today is our head of marketing and also my sister, Katie Elmwood. Hey, Katie. Hi. <laughs> today, you'll notice that our background is a little bit different. This is kind of kicking off our uh, tour around town, if you will, uh, where we'll be recording from different places of businesses and things that we think would be interesting, uh, especially to you as you consider what does it mean to live a fulfilling retirement. Uh, so today, we're going to talk about where should I live in retirement? Uh, should I move to a different state? Should I try to save some taxes? Um, or maybe I should move towards the kids or by the kids. And so today is all about where do I live and, and why do I live there? And, and we're hosting today, or who's hosting us, is The Wine Thief in downtown Frankfurt, uh, about 35 miles south of the city of Chicago. Uh, the Wine Thief happens to be one of our favorite restaurants and thought that they had a unique take on uh, wine and how you can sample it throughout their showroom or their uh, dining room, I should say. Okay, so we're behind the scenes at The Wine Thief, and we just wanted to quickly show you. Um, they have some really cool features here. So I don't know if you've ever done a pay by the pour. Um, I don't know if that's actually what it's called, but that's what I call it. Um, and so if you can kind of see here, they have different stations along this wall. So there's several different options, um, but you can choose different sizes. So you don't have to commit to a whole glass of wine. So you could try a bunch of different kinds. Um, there's like a one ounce, a three ounce, or a five ounce pour. So you could try different things that you like and then find something and then have a full glass of it. So something cool for the area. Uh, as you saw as Katie kind of gave you behind the scenes look. Uh, Katie, what did you think? Have you been here before? Yes, I've been here many times. Um, we, depending on the weather, we really like to sit outside. They have a really nice patio. Um, it like to come in. I like wine. My husband is more of like an old-fashioned drinker, so um, we kind of have both, and they make a lot of specialty cocktails too. Um, so we like both. Um, I guess now it's sounding like a commercial. They're not paying us to say this, but <laughs> we really, <laughs> uh, we just really enjoyed that. Just enjoyed the area. Yeah, and so and part of the reason we chose this place as a place to record this episode. Uh, is my wife and I happen to live here in Frankfurt and uh, think that when you look at where do I live in retirement, uh, that question really kind of takes a couple of different uh, perspectives. So we have clients that come in a lot of times and ask us, should I consider moving to a different state? Here in Illinois, uh, it's known as kind of a high tax state and a lot of times people think uh, maybe I want to get away from where those property taxes are. And our suggestion to them as well as to, to everybody else is, choose a place that you want to live where you want to live there. Uh, like where you don't have to snow blow and you don't have to worry about ice on the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which would not be Illinois, right? Yeah. Uh, but the what we find is that a lot of times as people raise their family, uh, they live in certain places maybe because of work. Uh, sometimes they live there because that's where their family was. Katie, that's our story, right? Uh, you know, for those who we haven't shared a story with, you know, our roots go back to the 1800s in this area. And uh, because of that, I, my wife and I always laugh, uh, her family's similar. And we say, you know, just because a couple of Germans decided this is where they wanted to live, why do I have to still live here? Uh, and so you think about moving, but then you realize how deep your roots are. Um, and that only becomes even more uh, accentuated as you get into retirement. And so a lot of times with our clients, we talk about the place in which you choose to live is really the place that you want to live. It is a lifestyle choice. It's not a financial choice. Uh, so Katie, for you and Alex, if you guys were thinking about moving somewhere, why do you pick Illinois? Do you? No, probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, my husband actually would love to move somewhere warmer or um, somewhere we could be outdoors a little bit more. 
Um, but I told them the only way we can do that is if we have enough money that I can fly home for dinner with, to have dinner with my mom. And that's why we stay in Illinois. Yep. Yeah, and that's what we find a lot of times. Uh, so as our clients come in and they start asking us those questions, we really have to go back to asking, where do you want to spend your time? How do you want to spend your time? What do you want to be doing? Uh, the warm climate sounds really good when you're, especially now as we're hitting fall and getting ready to get into wintertime. Uh, however, if the kids aren't there, maybe that's not where I want to want to be. So let's take it though a little bit different and let's talk about what are the financial ramifications to, to moving and why would I want to move in retirement? So, so a lot of times clients will ask us uh, about moving in particular in our area to Indiana. Uh, in the state of Illinois, we have fairly high property taxes and in other states, surrounding states, their property taxes are much lower. And so for us, we have a lot of times this Northwest Indiana pull. And when we look at it though, uh, there are a lot of things that kind of go into that equation. One, in the state of Illinois, or some here, I guess maybe let me even take it away from just Illinois to Indiana. I use that as the example, but it's really no matter what state you're living in and what state you're looking to move to. So the first one is, we talk about property taxes. The state of Indiana has much lower property taxes than Illinois. It's right over the border. Clients think that they can keep the same kind of circle of friends, uh, and it makes some natural sense. However, when we start to do that analysis, and we start to peel that onion back a little bit, in the state of Indiana, they charge income tax on things like Social Security, uh, it, when you have to take money out of your IRAs, those types of things. The state of Illinois currently does not. Uh, in addition to that, uh, the state of Indiana also has personal use taxes. So they charge much more on things like when you register your car and, and that kind of stuff. And so when we do that analysis, it can't just be about where are my property taxes cheaper or, or those types of things. It really has to be what's the total cost when I look to make that move. So if we walk through a typical scenario, I'll have clients that will come in and they'll say, you know what, I'm paying $8,000 a year in property taxes. I could have the same home over in Indiana and only pay $2,500 a year in property taxes. Well, that means that we're looking at $5,500 in savings over the course of, the, of a year. You do that for 30 or 40 years, that's a lot of money that I can save. They think it, it's a no-brainer. I could do something else with that money. However, when we start to do the math and we say you're living on $100,000 a year in income, roughly, and the state of Indiana is going to charge you between five and 6% in uh, state income tax on that 100,000 that you would not pay in the state of Illinois, all of a sudden, if you say 6% on 100,000, that's $6,000 in income tax. By the time I add the $2,500 in property taxes, I'm actually $500 worse off for making that move. Um, and what we find is that whether you're looking at moving to a Florida, a Tennessee, uh, Arizona, these states that are very tax friendly, uh, many times you, you potentially could save some dollars, but the amount that you save is not so much that it warrants moving away from your family and your friends and, and from doing the things that you want to do. Uh, so from our perspective, the first step in deciding where do I want to live is deciding things like, what do I want to be doing? How do I want to spend my time? Who do I want to spend my time with? The second piece then is, if that is going to be somewhere other than the state in which you currently reside, then let's do the math. Let's kind of break down and say, specifically, what are the cost savings, but what also am I gonna pick up in making that move? Uh, so that's, that's kind of our process or what we would suggest. 
Yeah, so a lot of times, Katie, we have clients too that want to talk a little bit about should they have a second home somewhere. Uh, I think that's something you and Alex have a little bit of experience with. Yes, uh, we have a second lake house, or I guess a second home it is a lake house um, down south Illinois, about an hour from our house. Um, that's proving to be a lot of fun, but a lot of work. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what lake life, lake living is like. Sure. So lake living before we had a baby was a lot of boating and eating on the deck and lawn maintenance. Uh, now that we have a baby, it's a lot of heavy on the lawn maintenance, light on the boating. <laughs> um, so it's a lot of Alex going down on Saturday mornings to mow and uh, cut the bushes while I stay home with Dylan. Yeah. So it's it's on the maintenance, heavy on the maintenance side, light on the fun side at the moment. So you're saying like it's great to have a lake house, but it's better to have somebody else have a lake house yes. that you know? Yeah. yeah. Have a, what is that saying? Like have a friend that has a boat, that's the best kind of boat or yeah. something? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and so when you think about that, though, uh, I'm assuming you guys wouldn't change anything with that, especially as you think about Dylan getting older mm -hmm. and the memories he'll create. Yes. Yeah. We're still, we still feel like it's a, first of all, it's a good investment. Um, second of all, it's, it's great. That's, we bought it because we want to have our kids growing up with that lifestyle. It sounds fun to have your friends and family come down on weekends. So we're, we're happy we have it. It's just this in between time. For sure. Yeah, well, and a lot of times that's what we find with our clients too. When they when they think about having that second home, uh, you really have to look at it like it is an expense uh, and it, there's going to be investments we have to make, whether it's time, money, those types of things. But many times it's worth it because of the experiences and the memories that they can create both with their children, but also with their grandchildren and things as they get, as they get older. And a lot of times when we look at that second home, uh, the question then becomes if it's not in the state I live, where do I want to have residence? Do I want to set up an established residence in my current state or where that second home is? Uh, and that calculation is something that we can do, uh, we, and we do on a fairly regular basis where we start looking to say, uh, is it better from an income tax perspective, a property tax perspective, from a uh, estate tax planning perspective? And so uh, the, that question or that conversation looks a little bit different with the second home versus my primary. Uh, but you're saying buyer beware because there's a little work that goes with it. There's huh? some, there's some work. Yeah. yeah. Well, and if I remember right too, we were talking a little bit uh, where your lake is at. Uh, it's hard even to find people that can come out and do some of that work. So even if you wanted to, yes, to yes. have somebody do it, it's hard to find those services, right? Yes, it's a small, really small town, which is great. We love that aspect of it, but it's also like there's one guy who does landscaping, there's one guy who can build you a deck, there's one guy who can, and so there's, it's just figuring out those nuances. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so this was a really fun episode here at The Wine Thief. Uh, thanks for listening in. Here at Prairie View, we hope that we can help you to live your legacy with confidence. We're gonna to continue to keep this show on the road, so we'll be at a couple different businesses around town, uh, Navarro Farm and Smith Crossing um, in the next coming episodes, and then we'll plan to partner with a couple other businesses as well. So be on the lookout for that, and if you found any of this valuable, please like and subscribe to our Facebook and our YouTube. We'll see you soon. Cheers.